Warning, the Grow Your Salon Fast Show contains content that may offend. The hosts don't care. If you want to grow your salon fast, keep listening and find out more at www.thegrowyoursalonfastshow.com. But for now, here's your hosts, Vagar Svanberg and Kat Smith. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Grow Your Salon Fast Show with me, Kat, and the QBV. And with me, as uh, I have most 80% of the time, given the 80 20 rule, I have Vagard on the oh, other hello. side of the world. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> um, or, or is it? <laughs> is it Vagard? Well, or is it Father Christmas? <laughs> I can be whoever you want me to be. <laughs> oh, I'm one of those. Okay, I don't have enough money for that. But, <laughs> not or today, not or today. enough time or the information. Uh, just, just so that we're completely clear. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. How are you? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm okay. I'm very tired, but uh, that's to be expected All about with running around doing a million things at once and trying to achieve everything in, in my usual queen bitch of everything way, because I'm a bit of an overachiever. I, I read, uh, speaking about tired, I mean, you know, most parents complain about being tired and a common, uh, a common theme about uh, amongst people these days seems to be that everyone is tired and they're, they're not as successful as they wanted to be and there seems to be this oh. epidemic of, of depression spreading. Uh, oh. And the other day I read the newspaper, so in somewhere in Norway there's a guy weighing about 25 kilos, a grown-up man in a wheelchair. His arms are like knitting uh, pins. Needles, yeah. Needles, yeah. Um, and he wants to be a mayor in the city he wants to run for mayor and he's mm-hmm. climbing mountains well he's got the crew carrying him obviously but he's funding the thing and sorting everything out and he's got a drive like you know i've never seen anyone with that kind of drive you know he can't really do much he can he can line that wheelchair i think he can well he can talk obviously and he can move his head he can mm-hmm. move his one of his arms a little and well, and his feet, but that, that's it. He can't really do anything. But still, he's so ambitious, and he tells <laughs> he tells handicapped people to get a grip. And, <laughs> mm. and you know, if if I, I'm like this, and I can I can do what I do, uh, you know. Sorry, guys, but you have got a working body. Uh, you got you know all the opportunities ahead of you and it's true in a way i mean i both agree and disagree a little bit but but i do mostly agree i mean look at look at history look you know 100 years ago what the people yearn for and look today we've achieved all that and more we've achieved more Mm. than people dream if people had could have the life we have today 100 years ago oh our lives are amazing and still we're complaining i mean i do myself Mm. But we're still yeah, complaining. Yeah, yeah. We got, there's nothing wrong in, you know, being ambitious and wanting more. That That's nothing yeah. wrong with that. And that's what we do what we do. But I think sometimes we have to stop, just reflect a bit. Just where are we? And what we've um, already got. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I guess it's human nature. We don't really always think about what we've got because that's what we have. Yeah. We want more. So yeah. it's having, having more. Yeah. But we're a bit then actually, is it? It's interesting, isn't it? Because um, there's all this stuff out there, and I think I shared a video with you recently, and I've also shared it on my Facebook group page about um, millennials and 
what's holding them back. I mean, it was a, a speech by Simon Sinek, who I like his stuff. I think he's quite good. I think some of the things he says are, are not quite. Um, I just I would disagree with. So they're not, not they're not accurate, but I would argue against them. But um, yeah, there's lots of things about you know the fact that he was saying that it's not millennials' fault that they're like they are because they were pampered and they were brought up to think that they were the best thing since sliced bread and you know <clears throat> they were brought up in an environment where there was no winners, there was no losers, and everyone got a medal and and their parents helicoptered parented them so they were always hovering over them so it wasn't their fault. Which I I mean that just opens a can of worms to say that. Uh, they have no blame. It's not their fault. They can choose to say, well, it's not my fault. It's my parents' fault. Whereas, you know, you're a human being. You do have to take responsibility for yourself. Um, but I can see where he's coming from. You know, they are. They were a pampered generation. And um, in that they don't know how – they've got no social skills at all because they've spent all this time with technology, which is, you know, one of those things that we say is such a, an achievement, what we've achieved in the last 100 years, even in the last four years or last yeah. 10 years. Um, I remember – when I left New Zealand 20 odd years ago, and uh, my husband said to me, "Well, we might as well set up an a, uh, an email account," and it was Hotmail account. So I know that some people millennials will go, "What's Hotmail?" And I say, "What do we want one of those for? Yeah. <laughs> we don't need a we don't need an email account. What are you talking about?" That's yeah. um, when we went travelling, and uh, yeah, funnily enough. Yeah, things have changed. There are so many things I could say about that. I got two teens <laughs> myself, and um, there is a. I would say I will, I will say I will just say this: it's not all progress that is true progress. If you get what I mean. Sure. Well, there's always consequences to things that are it's progress, yeah. isn't there? And some of the consequences we don't know until it happens, um, and, and it's utilised, and then you don't see the impact until after the fact, and you think, oh fuck, that was a really bad idea. But it's too late now. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit, nuclear bomb. Yeah, that was a bad idea. <laughs> too late now. <laughs> so, yeah. Kat, is this what we're going to talk about today? Or do you have well, it's kind, of, it's kind of on the lines of it. But actually, what I wanted to talk about was something that, you know, after my rant last time about websites and technology and all that shit and stuff that I, I know about but don't completely understand because I'm not the expert <laughs> at it, I want to talk about things that I am the expert in. And... Mm. Uh, and one of those things is about human behavior. Okay. And uh, and um, this was, this is constantly, I'm constantly made aware of this um, in day-to-day life with, um, with schools, with um, friends, with acquaintances, with clients, with staff, with all, with people. This, this is what happens. So, and a really good analogy of this is when uh, people want to lose weight. And they decide that they are too fat, for want of a better word. They're too lazy. Um, they don't look good in their clothes. They don't love themselves. They they don't have good sex because they're constantly thinking they're fat and worthless. And they decide to go on a diet and go to the gym and do some exercise. Yeah. And it's great for the first few weeks because they're getting into it and they suddenly feel better. And it's you know, but then it gets hard work. And then you get invitations to parties. And you think, oh, well, I won't go to the gym that day because I'll be organising myself for a party. And uh, you know, I have to get my hair and nails done, or I've got to 
organize the babysitter and you make all sorts of excuses and then i'll just go to the party and i i, I won't i'll just i'll just have a few drinks at this party because you know we're rude not to and i can still not have any calories tomorrow because it'll be fine and then you go to the party and you get absolutely blottoed um mm-hmm. copious prosecco and then you um, the next day you feel so hungover as fuck so you have a mcdonald's ordered to deliver to your home not that i've done any of this before. no 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 <laughs> There's nothing being so about at all. You can tell when someone's telling the story and, t- and someone's actually telling yeah. the story of their life. Um, <laughs> so, We've all been there. So, you know, <laughs> and you think, oh, yeah, it's just McDonald's. I'll be good tomorrow. And then you think, oh, I'll just have that chocolate and I'll just have this. You're listening to the Grow Your Salon Fast Show with Kat and Vagard. Remember to sign up for the podcast updates and special bonuses at www.thegrowyoursalonfastshow.com. This is what's called regression to the main. So when people are in a high state of stress or anxiety, um, all the best intentions they have of doing something or changing something, they always regress to the behavior that they have exhibited in the past and that they know and that they were trained in or that they believe in. And this has massive implications. Um, I don't know if people, are, you know, the penny's starting to drop for people now listening to this, but when things like when you hire staff, you always hire based on, most people hire based on their skills and they hire based on the trade test they do with them or uh, the interview they have with them when they're being very good and presentable. That's if they turn up for the interview to start with, which I know there's a massive problem. Mm-hmm. Um, and they they show their best side. But when you put them in this position of stress and you've employed them and it's further down the track and the pattern starts to wear off and the honeymoon period is over, that's when you start to see the real... Yes. Yes. I recognise all this. Real Been there, done that, got to medal, got to (laughs) T-shirt. And regardless of the skills, they show themselves because they regress to the mean. So the mean is the average, the the median point, the thing that they will do most often in any given set of circumstances. Um, And we all do it. We all do it. So I I was thinking about this because I had an Arabic lesson this morning before we recorded this podcast. And I had taken two weeks off my Arabic study because that was the deal. We, We had a holiday and then the girl I was working with, she had visitors, so we couldn't do it. So I did nothing for two weeks. And I went into my uh, to my lesson today, and I struggled. I really yeah. struggled because I wasn't using, I wasn't practicing every day. I wasn't yeah. using the words. I wasn't putting them into sentences, and I just struggled with recalling them. So I'd regressed the mean basically because I wasn't doing what I was doing. You know, and, and when my teacher spoke to me in Arabic and asked me questions, I just shut down, completely mm. shut. down. Yeah, I recognise that. I had no idea. Yeah, I had no idea what she was saying. I knew after it took me some time to get back into it, but I had regressed to the mean. So I had regressed to trying to work out every single word she was saying mm. and trying to interpret it back into English so that I can interpret it back into Arabic. Oh, yeah. To, That's yeah. a bad, yeah. Yeah. So these are, yeah. and this is what happens. So yeah. it happens everywhere, not just in business, but it happens in your personal life. So 
it's a really, really important thing to realize that this is what your staff are going to do. This is what you're going to do, your own habits, the things that you do with your business and things that when you get stressed and something's not working or you haven't got the income coming in that you thought you might and you need to pay some bills, you will regress to the mean. So whatever that was, when you used to do it, that's what you'll do. So if you went, reached out to discount companies and tried to get a deal with them to get 100,000 people through your door at, at 10 cents per, per person, that's what you'll do. And those habits are bad habits. And they need to be changed. So the one thing that, that for me about this is that you just have to realize, you know, you can't always change things. You can't change your mean overnight. You can practice changing it and making things different. And But you, the key thing is to be aware of it. You can change and, direction. You can change um, direction immediately. You can start if you decide to change something. You, but I mean, you can't change everything in one go. Most of us can't. But you, but you have Sometimes to be you aware can, of it. You can change the direction. You can change. So you, can you can decide change the direction. that cool. today I'm yeah. not the person who does whatever I did before. I'm another person. Yeah. So, yeah. So today I am not going to eat that McDonald's hangover. I am going to go to that party and I'm going to insist that I have one drink and I'm going to drink spritzes from the, you know, there on in. Or I'm going to give myself a break and say that's one day and then for the rest of the three months or th the week I will eat sensibly and drink sensibly and all the rest of it and I will go to the gym and I will get someone who is accountable. I'm accountable to. Well, it is actually. But also the, the key thing is being aware when it's happening. Is this happening because, or is this happening because I'm regressing to the mean? Or, is, or are my staff being shits, or are they actually like that? And I need to do something about training them. So I think that uh, I agree with everything you say. And I think that most people, don't you think that, that most people are, they want to be good. And they are inherently good. Uh, and they want to achieve and they want to perform. But they might be in the wrong place and they might lack skills, they might lack information, might lack, you know, what to do, how to do it. Might be in an environment that they don't, they don't like and they might be too afraid to approach you about them. There are loads of reasons, but I think that people are, you know, inherently good. They want to be good. Interesting, because there's two schools of thought about inherently good and inherently evil people um, in the psychological world. And sometimes uh, there's a... There's a uh, a train of thought that, uh, that you either think people are inherently good and then you get upset when they're not nice to you and then there are people who think that people are inherently bad and always you know thinking the worst of people um, and they're even surprised when someone does something good there's, they always think there's uh, some kind of um, something behind it some ulterior motive behind being good to you but that's not what we're talking about but <laughs> you're one of those people who think people are inherently good and you treat people like in that kind of way and and i do too i think um people are inherently good and they don't you know go out to be mean and nasty until they prove it the other way around but it, it doesn't matter whether you're inherently good or bad is what the, the thing is and what's really important and what's what value i'm going to give you here is that <laughs> you can recognize if this is happening with for you with your staffing or your suppliers or anything like that you will recognize it for what it is and it, you can recognize it for what it is and then it can make it a little bit more understandable and a little bit more palatable but also you'll know what to do about it you can say okay well they're doing that because they are stressed and um, they don't know what they're doing and they've just regressed to the mean so perhaps I need to retrain them in doing it this way so they 
every time they get stressed, they do this instead. Um, and if you once you recognise it and you can see it in other people, you think, oh, geez, it's so much easier to cope with. Then you don't get you know, upset about it and you know what to do about it. So, yeah, it's just one of those little takeaways that I think uh, are quite useful when it comes to dealing with people. Deal with people. And, and I don't want to dig too deep in that, into the, that uh, good versus bad thing. Um, no, I think it's just about what, what you could have as a kind of a... I think that even, you know, some people are difficult and they are perceived as being difficult. But if you look beyond that, there's a reason they're acting that way. And sometimes you can't make it work. That, that's obvious. Sometimes you have to get rid of people or you can't, uh, you know, be with certain friends or something because they are too difficult. But still, there are probably reasons they are acting that way. But that's a topic that's that's a huge topic, isn't it? massive topic and we are not going to talk about that right now uh, and, uh, and uh, I've just realised that my my headphones aren't working so that's all good um, but what if, the, if that's the kind of thing that is an issue for you and you have problems with um, uh, with your staff or with realising what's going on and you want a little bit of insight and you want to some help with that and your business that's the sort of thing we can talk about when you book your breakthrough call with either myself or Vegard um, and um, get some clarity on that and get your business moving in the right direction again so where do they go for that Vegard? They go to the grow your salon fast show for dot com forward slash start the grow your salon fast show dot com forward slash start it's not easy today Oh, I missed all that because my headphones are definitely not working, so I'm just going to put you on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we're just going to say goodbye. So we're just going to say goodbye. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll say goodbye, and I'm going to sort myself out. I'll see you later. You've been listening to the Grow Your Salon Fast Show with Kat and Vagard. Share and sign up for your podcast updates and special bonuses at www.thegrowyoursalonfastshow.com.